You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome on in, BetQL. Right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks are with you on a Wednesday. A ton to get to today. We're going to have a great show planned. A lot of golf. The Open Starts tomorrow. We'll have David Barron on from ESPN. Later, of our buddy Jeff Feinberg on in about 20 minutes to talk about the open picks, long shots, all that coming up. We'll get to some NFL today with the AFC, NFC North, our first summer look at those conferences, college football as well. And um, Aaron, we'll start with some baseball here. A show bet yesterday. You heard it there. Plus 650 on your mean Mercedes against Dallas Keuchel. That whole game last night, we were on fading Keuchel. We were on your men Mercedes as the home run prop. We uh, we had that one. That, the last night was one of our better nights, I think, in baseball in a while, just because of uh, your men. A, a, a plus 650 on a show bet. That doesn't happen very often. No. I mean, what are the chances? That was awesome. Um, love it. You guys are so good at your baseball bets, all of you guys. So I hope people are tailing when you guys give out your picks because – you guys, especially as of late, have been hitting a lot. Well, it's about time. We, we felt like we struggled. Jake was carrying us yeah. early in the season. But it's we, like the uh, players are heating up, and, yeah. and so are you. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a good night. Yeah, your your men uh, fading Keuchel in the Giants game. Spencer Strider. Honestly, too, I was ice cold for like two or three weeks. I was down tremendous. I was in the deepest, darkest depths of down bad, and now we're back, and it feels great. We are back. Isn't that you see your, your Mercedes? Yes, yeah. there is good momentum as we head towards the All Star break. Uh, a couple other things: we hit the um, the Shane Bieber strikeout yesterday. We called the way that double header would go yesterday with the Chicago White Sox. Uh, I'm not sure what Tony Larusa is doing, walking batters on a one zero count, but whatever. We let all that stuff go because Cease uh, pitched well in the nightcap. Bieber in the front game there. So uh, a good day of baseball yesterday. And how about last night, before we get to Schwarber joining the Home Run Derby officially, how about the Yankees up 3-0, ninth inning. They go to Clay Holmes, their all-star closer. They hadn't lost a game this season up in the ninth inning. The Reds were 30-1 to on the money line, and they come back four runs in the ninth inning against the Yankees to beat the Yankees last night. That I didn't see that one coming, Joe. The, uh, the Reds coming back there down 3 nothing in that spot. Well, sometimes you are set up to fail. I would say that I was set up to fail this morning because I was just on the score and I was the segment immediately after Ozzy Guillen. So yeah. he's, caught, he's caught some waves. I mean, he just torched everybody with the white side. I told you guys a while back that that man is going for that job and that man is going harder than ever for that job. It would not surprise me if they were to hire him at some point. Uh, this season but yeah the baseball was awesome and uh overall the whole show a, a terrific day i know you guys hit, started off with, with the your stuff i mean that was great 
Uh, we, we guessed on the right D back. The storyline was just too good. You know, we didn't have your mean and a marathon runner father passing away at some point. We didn't have that storyline, but this one was perfect with the former teammate. I mean, please, I'm, I'm concerned Keiko was too bad that this is mm-hmm. going to end. That We're going to lose him. I know they're going to yeah. DFA him. That's the right 13 nothing i mean that's just crazy joey bard who they sent down he hit a homer yesterday in that one and he was hitting in the nine hole yeah i mean it was it was batting practice against him it was the game was over in the first inning so that felt good to hit all that yesterday and then we talked yesterday in the show should we continue riding the hot teams then the mariners were rained out they're gonna have a doubleheader today in uh in washington but how about the baltimore orioles they are 500 now guys they at last year, they had their 44th win. At the time, they had 93 losses. They were 44 and 93. They're now 44 and 44. Every team in that division, Aaron, is at 500 or better. That is crazy. Yeah, I mean, we were – it feels like yesterday, it was like, how can we fade the Orioles? And then it was like, wait a second. They're not bad. What is mm-hmm. going on? And they just keep doing it. You got to love it. Um, it's fun watching teams that exceed expectations. They're kind of in my backyard as well. So I'll be rooting for them. Uh, but yeah, Jordan Lyles gets the win. I am uh, i don't want to jump in at the wrong time, but just watching them over the last couple of weeks, I've been thinking, okay, which week am I going to pick Baltimore and Survivor for them to win at least half of their games? Because mm-hmm. they do not look like a bad pick at all. They've been a good bet all season. I mean, this is not just the nine-game winning streak. And guys, they're dog today against the Cubs. Again, Justin Steele? Why? Great question. Terrific question. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, it just People aren't betting on them. They're not caught up to this. They're not paying as close attention. Don't you just make Baltimore the favorite? Because you know that's where the money is going to be. Right, and it's not like they're facing the Dodgers or the Yankees where they're not as good of a team. The, the Cubs stink. I mean, like, just make yeah, them the favorite. There's no way around that. Okay, so how many games out of a playoff spot? This is so strange. We're having this conversation. This is real now. How many spots out of a playoff? How many games out of a playoff spot are the Baltimore Orioles? I believe two. All right, and I'm and I see a fifteen to one on them to make the playoffs. What do you think? Wow, I like it. Show bet. I'm not saying that. <laughs> so here's the question. So I wonder how their front office is going to handle things the next two weeks because. They feel like they're pretty pragmatic and big picture about everything. Aren't they still going to sell? Aren't they still going to trade off pieces in two weeks? Because that's was their plan all along, right? They're, they're ahead of schedule. I, I don't know the answer. I just, are they all in? Are they trying to make the playoffs or did this just happen by accident? I mean, I want to double check. Yeah, it's still 15 to 1. Sure. I'm surprised. It feels like they're not making the adjustments they should. Baltimore. Agreed. Whether we're talking about day-to-day betting or props like make or miss the playoffs. So minus 10,000. Are you kidding me? So that's a terrible number, but I will say before like in and out of the break, Rays, Yankees, Rays. So like a lot could change by, by the break. I mean, how much value will you lose? Let's say you wait until the break. They don't necessarily sell. 
And let's say they do enough during those that stretch of 10 games to stay basically where they are. Maybe dip a couple games under 500. Are you really losing that much of the number? Can you wait out this stretch and or see that they don't sell off whatever they want to sell off at the deadline and still get maybe 12 to 1, 10 to 1? Here's my concern is that it's a reset for everyone. It's a reset for betters. There's not much going on. So people are going to talk about this a lot. And are they buyers or sellers? And look how well they've played over the last couple of weeks. Oh, wait, they've actually had a really good season. And then there will be rumblings if they if it's worth it for them to buy because it's been so long since they've made the postseason. I, I think just based on some liability that could stack up that you could lose some of the number. And it has nothing to do with the results, just on on the chatter. And then it goes around and, you know, Twitterverse is like, hey, this is out there. And people start betting it. And then they're like, okay, let's just adjust this number. It's not worth the liability. Yeah, I just, I wonder how motivated they are. Um, I, I don't think, that, like the Mariners, right? The Mariners are motivated. They have made the playoffs since 2001. Those are the two teams fighting for that last spot right now. If someone falls down, Tampa Bay, Boston, Toronto. Doesn't it feel like Seattle goes for broke and the Orioles are like, yeah, we're ahead of schedule. If we make it, we make it. If we don't, maybe next year or the year after. Yeah, but, but here's the difference. The Mariners are plus 120. Right. Well, that <laughs> reflects it. Well, they're better. They're, they're supposed to be better. Uh-huh. People think they're going to try. Uh, they also are in a bet easier division, right? Think about how many games down the stretch the Mariners probably have against the Angels mm-hmm. and the A's. Meanwhile, every division game the Orioles play are against a team better, better than them. I mean, they're in last place at 500. So that's that factors in as well. So let's look at remaining strength of schedule. And Baltimore has the seventh toughest. That's interesting. Well, every division game they face is a team above them. <laughs> they're still in last. Yep. Yep. I, they've got 10 against the Rays, 11 against the Red Sox left. No, Where are the Mariners in that metric? Yes. Oh, man. They've got 15 against Toronto. <laughs> so you could look at it either way. There's going to be a lot of opportunities. Sure. For them. It's so Wait. funny. You just mentioned that. Cause I'm looking at my baseball futures and I'm like staring at the blue Jays once. Right. When you said that. I'm like, Oh, what a swing and a miss. That's going to turn out to be. And Seattle has the fifth easiest schedule. So oh, here's your big let's go Mariners. Just like last season. Let's go on a run. It's time. Well, they are eight in a row. They get two today against the Nats. They could be a 10 in a row by tomorrow. Is there any Flexing, value though? Ooh. Bringing up that Blue Jays point with the 15 left against the Orioles. Is there any value on that side? As far as any of their numbers figuring, Hey, maybe the Orioles aren't as good as they've been. Blue Jays will have some, you know, I, what's their strength to schedule remaining. I don't know if you got it in front of you. I do. Um, uh, ninth toughest. Mm. Ninth toughest. They've got the Rays 11 times, Yankees 7. Just by virtue of how, of how the, the schedule's stacked, the three wild cards right now are all AL East teams. One of those teams is not going to make it. I, I don't think they're getting four teams in the playoffs. They play each other all summer. I think that gives you an opportunity on the Mariners or the Guardians or the White Sox or somebody. The thing is, too, you know DePoto is going to do something as opposed to Elias of the Baltimore Orioles. Like, DePoto is going to take that swing, whether that's Luis Castillo or Josh Bell or whoever it is. The Baltimore Orioles, more likely than not, are going to sell Santander or Mancini or whoever. And you know DePoto is, like, frothing at the mouth trying to get in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. 
here's uh, as long as we're talking about tough schedules, and it makes perfect sense. You have all these AL East teams stacked at the top. One and three are AL East teams. Toughest is Boston. Get ready, strap in. Every time Sunday Night Baseball is on, is on your television, Red Sox, Yankees, twelve more times. Can can we also talk about Chris Sale last night? Now I wasn't watching the game, but according to yeah. GameCast or whatever, they were hitting the ball. Like they had runners on, they were hitting the ball. I'll be looking to fade him in his next start. I don't know who it is off the top of my head. Oh, you're saying he was lucky. I don't know that he. Yeah. I don't know that he was as good as everyone said, oh, no rust, or he's back, or everything like that. And granted, yeah, he got over barely his strikeout prop. I don't know that he was as good as the final numbers made him look. Yeah, but also, are you expecting him to look his best in the first start? So if you got past that. Fair. Fair point. So he is. It's also a race team. There's that one, Franco. Here you go. Sunday night baseball. At the Yankees, right before the the fade. Give me the Yankees. Give me the Yankees. Blind. Oh, at it says it's twelve thirty-five, so it's not Sunday night. Or did they? I'm sorry. I just assume when I see Red Sox Yankees, right, right, right. They got Fox, (laughs) but that's the night before. It actually should be the Sunday night game because it's Sale against Cole. Sale last night expected batting average of 46 percent hard hit rate. Thank Uh, you. We we're taking the Yankees this weekend. That is, mark your calendar. Make sure you do Yankees run total, run line, yes. right? Because Cole's going to be a big favorite. I can tell when the GameCast ball is moving on the screen. That thing was <laughs> moving on some of those outs. I'm just saying. Okay. So basically, I'm actually, I'm putting it in my calendar right now. Fade Chris Sale Sunday. In. Okay. I, I did you really? What time? Yeah. Five a.m. When you're awake. And you're tweeting about the No, players? I mean, it's, yeah, it's 6 a.m. I don't want to make up too early on a Sunday. Well, that's 5 p.m. by me, so. Right. <laughs> I can't. We got our Sunday bet ready. Was 30 to 1 ninth inning Reds last night? Was that the biggest money line we've seen in a ninth inning this year? It had to be. Yeah. I mean, other than a blowout, like there. one that actually came to fruition, not one where a team's down 13 nothing, like a realistic one that came to fruition. Had to be one of the biggest ones. I mean, Clay Holmes had been perfect as a closer for the Yankees, and last night he just didn't have it. Blew the game. Uh, yeah, that would make perfect sense. You're not going to see ones much higher than that, especially when you look at the perception of the Reds and then the unbeatable Yankees. Uh, and, of course, of course, Pujols hits a homer yesterday. Of course. after we As just we ripped him. him. <laughs> Off the I Dodgers. I should have bet that one, too. Yeah. I love that you mean Mercedes hit. The, the best part was that the way he hit that home run too. That was a tomahawk down the left field line. He just that's like, every time he hits one. I mean, he's just he's man. I wish you. I hope he's an everyday player for the rest of the season because you kind of get those ch- those Bartolo Colon chuckles, right? Yes, when he's running around the bases. Yeah, he, I mean, I think he's got a spot I get for against lefties for them. He should stick around a platoon role, which would be fun. More, uh, more of your mean Mercedes bets coming up. All right, we got a lot to get to on this show, including coming up next, our buddy Jeff Feinberg, Mayo Media odds checker, bet spurts. He's going to join us to talk about the Open, which starts tomorrow at St Andrews. Our guy Jeff Feinberg is next, right here on the BetQL Network.